Hello lovely people and welcome back to another episode of Find Your Spark. It's been a while because life. But we're back and we have a really interesting topic to discuss with you guys today. When it comes to working on ourselves, one thing we have to deal with is handling our emotions. There's a lot of quote-unquote positivity out there in the world right now and it can become toxic when you believe that in order to be happy and the best version of yourself that you always have to be positive. Nobody in this world is 100% positive all the time. We aren't and won't claim to be. If that was the case, we wouldn't be human. So today's topic is about toxic positivity. We've all been experiencing crazy unprecedented times right now with this global pandemic. It's affected all of us in one way or another, and we've seen a lot more positivity thrown around everywhere. Toxic positivity is really important to keep in mind as we adjust to the new norm. It's been a lot for people to deal with as it is. And amongst that, there have been the pressures to keep a positive head. Yeah, Abby, I completely agree with you. And ironically, this generation of young people are known as the self-care generation. Mm. And as because they're more aware of their mental health issues and promote positivity online. However, they are also experiencing higher rates of depression and anxiety. While most people are well-intentioned when they try to offer support to someone, the language they sometimes use to reassure them, like, oh, you're going to be okay, you have a lot of good things going on for you, you'll get through this, don't worry about it. I think these kind of statements make the individual with the problem feel as though their problems aren't big enough or that they should show more gratitude, or maybe they'll feel like they're complaining. And I think instead of being supportive, these statements sound like, well, they sound more like toxic positivity than genuine empathy. So we should probably define what toxic positivity actually is. I think it can be quite confusing for people to understand because surely positivity is a good thing, right? Good vibes, no drama, be happy, things to aim for, right? Not exactly, Positivity in and of itself isn't toxic. Positivity can become toxic in certain scenarios. It can make you or the people around you feel a whole lot worse. We have certain behaviours that could be accounted for as toxic positivity, whether it's in ourselves or when we talk to other people. Some examples are when we hide what we really feel, dismiss our emotions, feel guilty for the negative emotions we feel, minimize other people's experiences by saying don't think about it show others different perspectives like it's not that bad or shame other people for feeling negative emotions so we've noticed toxic positivity happening on social media haven't we yeah even more so i would say after we started educating ourselves on this topic it can be quite controversial and the way an individual receives a message is subjective It just might depend on how they're feeling that day or what they're going through. Mm, To be fair, someone posting images or quotes isn't necessarily toxic to their own happiness. Some people consuming that content might feel a little bit left out of the conversation if they're not connecting with it. So it becomes toxic to their happiness only if they fail to realise that the people posting these images aren't always living in la-la land with unicorns and rainbows and they can also be experiencing negative situations or emotions. Yeah, I know for a fact like a lot of my followers love the positive inspirational stuff that I choose to post as 
I get positive feedback on them mm. and that's why I keep posting them however having said that I am sure there are people who I roll at the positivity <laughs> like here she goes again with all these positive vibes but yeah I know that and I'll still keep posting because I'm posting for the people that want to see it and there are people who want to see it mm. I'm the same because everyone who knows me know that I love positive self-talk I love me a good affirmation words of mm. encouragement and stuff I put these positive vibes out there because it feels good for me or it's helped me in some way this is also in the hopes that it will also help or inspire somebody else as well I've definitely had those days where like, I have eye-rolled at my own stuff the next day. You know, when you're not particularly in the mood for it. We've got yeah. to be realistic when we're on social media and not believe every single thing we see. I think um, positivity is all well and good on social media and mostly posted with good intention. But sometimes it doesn't give us the result we're looking for. Yeah. Like, especially for someone who is struggling or going through something difficult like when it comes to social media it's really about connecting with people and their content right um because I some people might see the stuff I post on social media and be like oh here she goes again like this is not what I want to see um I have I have one friend who obviously this friend is a very good friend of mine that's why this person can be so open with me it's like oh here you go again with your little self-positive talk (laughs) I laugh at him because I know with him he is probably looking at it like he he wants to see this kind of positive self-talk but at the same time it's like he's taking the piss out of you yeah he's taking the piss out of me (laughs) I know he's just taking the piss out of me but some people will be like might not be taking the piss out of me and they might seriously be like yeah I don't want to see this we've spoken about this haven't we like our sisters they'll see us posting all this positive stuff and then when we have like a dull day or something they're like oh what happened to your positivity I'm going to show people your true self and create another account and um, show them the real you expose you (laughs) it drives me up the wall honestly (laughs) our sisters are the worst I think our one one of my sisters she's the absolute worst like I might be really angry or pissed off um and I mean I might be having a bad day and I'll take it out like we all take our anger out on someone right and uh, it's people are closer to you close to you and I will take my anger out on them and they'll be like and she is she talks sarcasm fluently with me (laughs) and it honestly drives me up the wall (laughs) like I don't need your sarcastic comments and then they're like, oh, what happened to, you know, positive ad? Like, you need to preach. You need to, what is it? What's the word? Practice what you yeah, preach. Practice what you preach. She goes, you need to practice what you preach. And I'm like, I do. But I'm human. I'm like, yeah, I'm not all rainbows and sunshine, like, every second of my life. That's just, no, it doesn't work like that. No. Nope. And I think when it comes to social media, you know, like I said before, it's all about like connecting with people and content that is like really relatable to you. So yeah, it's best to take the good stuff when you want to and ignore anything you can't relate so much. Um, we all have a choice, right? There's always that unfollow button if it's not for you. But don't unfollow us though. We're trying to keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> we mean we we blah blah blah. What happened? 
we mean well and we have crappy days sometimes too just like everybody else not everyone wants to show their struggles on social media and that's okay it's really good to remember that when you're consuming content because we're only really seeing a snapshot into people's lives and their highlight reel this can help prevent you from falling into that toxic positivity trap and feeling like you're failing in your life if it's not looking like the images and inspirational quotes that you see toxic positivity can also become toxic when we use it for ourselves to shame ourselves for having normal emotions um we might say I shouldn't be feeling like this or I have so much to be grateful for um, or it's not a big deal when a negative experience experience pops up. But all these are ways that we try to snap out of negativity by being positive, even though that's what we're told to do. So um, if you listen to like, you know, these motivational speakers and stuff, um, they say capture your negative thoughts and replace it with a positive one. But I think there's a fine line um, it's not always healthy to do that. Sometimes it's better to feel everything you're going through yeah. and, and to let it go. That way you aren't really brushing feelings under the rug or bottling it up for it to explode later. I think suppressing your negative feelings is going to do you more harm than good. I would say that I'm one of those people who's definitely guilty of doing this over the years. Sometimes I feel like it's a sign of weakness if I get particularly emotional in front of people about something that's happened. Then I get into self-critic mode and I'm telling myself, just get over it. You know, you shouldn't be feeling this way. But I've become a lot more open to allowing myself to feel. And I've realised that it's actually me being a human being and having a normal human reaction to situations even if it means that I need to cry it is a work in progress I'm still learning so let me give you an example the other day something really upset me and it upset me just before a friend was coming over so I knew that when she was coming I wanted to be in my normal happy bubbly self um I was trying to keep my cool and trying to be really normal and happy, but I couldn't quite hold it in. And I could tell she could tell that something was up as well. My first reaction was to say, oh, I know I shouldn't be getting upset about this. And uh, I know it's silly, but she made me feel really good. And she said, look, let it out. It's not silly. And she allowed me to cry and she just listened. And that made all of the difference. And I think the fact that she didn't dull down my experience allowed me to feel what I was feeling and she didn't tell me to get over it or just be positive. If she did that, then I definitely would have felt like I was invalidated and I would have felt a lot, lot worse. Yeah. Have you experienced mm. that before? Um, yeah, I've, I have. So I, my best friend um, and I used to live together at uni um, and she knows me so well to the point where she'll ask me how I am and she'll know when I'm lying because she just knows me. Yeah. And, um, she'll be like, no, you're not. What's wrong? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And quit bullshitting with me. I know you're not okay. What is your problem? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is it. And then the thing with her is um, she listens and she doesn't tell me what i she does tell me what I well she actually puts everything straight she will be blunt with me and she'll sometimes say something that sometimes say things that I need to hear and sometimes things I want to hear so and because she does that I feel heard yeah and, I, and then I feel like validated like my feelings are valid um and I think that's what we want at the end of the day um we just want to feel like we're heard rather than 
um I'd rather her tell me stuff straight up than be like oh it's okay you'll get over it like it's just a phase you're going through Mm, I think it's quite difficult because it depends on the person that you're telling your problems to as well some people react differently to others so in this instance with your friend she knows how to react and she's actually validating Mm. what you feel so that's exactly what you want to hear and Mm. I think that's quite nice and it doesn't make you feel any worse whereas there's some people who um, don't know what to say and they would probably like be like oh don't worry get over it look on the bright side those words aren't actually helpful yeah yeah exactly and when someone forces you to have a positive outlook on a painful experience it encourages them to keep silent about their struggles Mm. most of us don't want to be seen as a burden or like bad right and that's why we do that so when it comes to a choice between like for example a being brave and honest or b pretend like everything is going great we might be tempted to adopt the latter we also like you know sometimes use positive sayings like oh everything's good um to end the conversation instead of like setting a boundary and saying hey I can't really talk about this right now have you what do you think on that like do you agree with me yeah yeah I do and I think it's we also need to understand that we don't have to be emotional and vulnerable in front of everyone we do have a choice so it's not to say that you have to tell everyone everything and let it all out in front of Tom, Dick and Harry is sort of just acknowledging that you're feeling something and actually going through that feeling rather than suppressing all of those thoughts with um, a toxic positivity. Yeah, and I, I actually recently um, learned this. Well, I say recently. I might, I'll say like two years ago is recently too. So, but <laughs> you know what? For the first time, I was like, I was being straight up with this one person Mm. um who I'm not really close with but they're I'd say they're family right they're family but I'm not really close with them and they said they asked me something and I replied and then they then responded to my reply and I said I don't want to talk about it right now can we just leave it or can we just drop it please yeah and I think this person took offense this person was like but you can talk to me like you know you know who I am like you can talk to me you know is it something you can't even talk to me about Uh, and I'm thinking in my head I haven't even told the closest people to me about this like I haven't even had a chance to talk to them like why am I gonna tell you about my business um and I just dropped I was like no I just really don't I'm not in a mood to talk about it I, I was polite I was nice about it and I left it and then um obviously this was at an event and I was leaving and um, this person was then coming in um, to the house uh, as I was leaving. And obviously I was saying bye to them because I was at the door. And this person just walked past me and I went, okay, rude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. So they've like really taken it to heart. Yeah. And I grabbed the person. I was like, are you okay? Um, and, he, and he was like, yeah. And then he just like shrugged <laughs> off and walked off. And I'm like okay all right then um I got into the car and then I told my sisters and my sisters bless them they they made me feel they were like you know what at the end of the day it's your business and you don't have to talk about your business to anyone if you don't want to yeah so don't exactly. feel bad. don't feel bad about that person having 
you know being annoyed with you for not for you not talking about your problems to them yeah because it just seems like this person wants you to uh, think of them as your go-to person they just want you to have their number on speed dial you know whenever you have a problem (laughs) they want you to ring them up but (laughs) it's obviously like I said before it's down to you so with in relation to toxic positivity here um you acknowledge your emotions you know that you're feeling a certain way and you will express it when it's the right time in front of the right people so in this instance you don't actually have to tell that person because you have a choice you have a choice as to who you are you're vulnerable with but it's just the matter of actually feeling what you feel without bottling it up yeah yeah be comfortable like at the end of the day you have to be comfortable in your own skin and who you talk to um and stuff but yeah like you said it's a, a matter of choosing who you want to be vulnerable vulnerable with and not bottling it up so yeah you're absolutely correct and you know you said um sometimes we try to end a conversation and just say everything's good yeah some people do that all of the time so when we're talking about this topic and someone's saying um someone's asked someone how are you feeling how are you and they say i'm good i'm good everything's great um those people they're actually going to find it a lot more difficult because they may do that to everybody because that's just in their nature to bottle things up so that's actually toxic positivity on themselves Mm. yeah yeah that's so true i think toxic positivity can also really affect our health because people go through some really tough times sometimes and as difficult or as painful as these emotions might be they're really important to feel important to express and even more important to have validated but toxic positivity says to those feelings you shouldn't be you shouldn't be here there's no room for you no negative emotions allowed expressing a broad range of emotions even the not so positive ones having words to describe how we feel facial expressions to emote so that means crying help us actually regulate our stress response when we don't show a part of ourselves we put on a fake face or create like a public persona for the world we could be smiling um saying everything happens for a reason it is what it is i do not like that phrase (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't like that phrase for a particular reason but you know when we go into hiding like that we deny our truth the real truth is life can hurt sometimes if you're angry and the angry feelings aren't acknowledged they get buried deep within our body again like I said before suppressed emotions can then later manifest into you know anxiety depression or physical illness yeah I think it's just important to be really real with ourselves and accept our emotions by verbalizing them and then moving it outside of our bodies. That's what's going to keep us sane and healthy. Then it will relieve us of any tension caused by the suppressing of real true emotions. Once we honor our feelings, we embrace all of ourselves, the good, the bad and the ugly, and we accept ourselves just as we are. And this will help us have a healthy relationship with our emotions. So we can clearly see that bottling up our emotions can be more detrimental to our health in the long run. Yeah. And if we deny ourselves of expressing um, our true emotions, it can really impact on our relationship because we lose connection with ourselves, which makes it difficult for others to connect and relate to us. 
we might look like tough cookies from the outside, but inside we we might be struggling and actually just need a hug and some validation. Yeah. That's literally what we all need sometimes. And I think the relationship you have with yourself is often reflected in the relationship you have with others. I think the way I think of it is like, if you can't be honest about your feelings, how will you be able to hold space for someone else who is expressing their real feelings to you? Yeah, that's so Um, true. And I think by like creating this unrealistic emotional world, we attract more fakeness, which results in superficial friendships and intimacy, basically. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, have you been around those people who are sweet and fairy taley, just think happy thoughts, everything's perfect kind of people? Yeah, I have. So how comfortable will you be spilling your guts about your deep emotions with those people? Yeah, with those people, I, I can't. I just can't with those people because they're in la-la land and then here's me bringing my negativity in. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable um, spilling all my emotions with them. However, when it comes to feeling and talking about emotions, I have very, very select few friends who I trust and comfortable with telling my problems to. Mm. Um because with them I know I will be heard and the responses I get from them are either things I want to hear or sometimes things I need to hear um but when it comes to other people telling me about their problems I actually fall into the category we talked about earlier where I feel like I have to be or positive vibes only around them and can't tell them about any of my problems because I just feel like I'm being negative And I think that's just the natural response for some people, just trying to turn the situation into a positive, because to them, that may be the best way to deal with it or how they know how to deal with how to deal with it. Mm. So I think even though that person might have the best intentions in the world, the message that they're putting out is that only good feelings are allowed in my presence. So it makes it really difficult to express anything but the good vibes around those people. And then you sort of end up feeling like you're guilty about bringing it up in the first place um, and find yourself complying with the implied rules of, I can only be a certain kind of person around you. I can't be myself. Yeah, I've definitely experienced that before um, where I might have said something and the person turns around and, is very overly positive about it or says something really positive and then I instantly feel really guilty for even bringing it up and I'm like and then I like overthink about why I actually brought that topic up in the first place and like did you really have to do this to yourself (laughs) why why and then you I sit there in guilt most people who reached out for support aren't looking for inspiration they're looking for validation that their negative feelings are okay and they're not hopeless or crazy Usually we're just looking for concrete suggestions and alternatives that sound more realistic to them rather than just get out of bed, stop crying or be positive. Yeah, I think it can be quite blunt coming from people like that. I feel like they say these things because they might be uncomfortable seeing the other person upset and not know what to say to them. It's not always easy knowing whether what you're saying is toxic positivity or not. And of course, nobody wants to be negative. They would want to be able to offer words of encouragement. So everyone listening would probably be wondering, especially if you've been in scenarios like this where you don't know what to say, where is the line between real positivity and toxic positivity? 
So I'll just list a couple of them. Number one, if you think it's overly simple, the situation that's going on and you just say to the person, just think positive, that's actually toxic positivity because you're not really hearing that individual out. Um, number two, it doesn't leave any room for pain or difficult emotions for the person. Um, feelings like happiness is just a choice. Um, that sort of says that all we have is happiness and everything else is out of the question. Number three, look out for all or nothing words. So if you're saying things like everybody, nobody, everything, nothing, always, never, sentences like everything happens for a reason, all of these things are more toxic positivity and they're more unhelpful. Yeah, the thing with toxic positivity is that it seems helpful. It seems like it would be encouraging and motivating and helpful, but it's actually not. So if toxic positivity isn't the way forward, then what is and what are we supposed to be doing when we experience painful or difficult things, do you think? So what I think others need is comfort, acknowledgement, compassion, connection, um, validation. These things are needed. They take more time, energy and effort. And this is probably why people are feeling guilty of using toxic positivity because it's easier to toss out those words and one-liners. The good, more helpful stuff is more complex and it's a little bit harder for people to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, because say, for example, someone has come to you with a problem and you're literally, out, you're really busy and you don't have time to reply to them. Sometimes you might just throw in like a positivity one-liner, like, don't worry, everything will be okay. I'll message you later. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really unhelpful to the person. So I think sometimes it might be better, rather than just trying to acknowledge it in a rush, to actually be patient and handle it when you do have the time. Because like you said, the more helpful stuff actually take a lot more time and energy and effort. Mm. Yeah, you're so right. You can just if you get a message like that you can just be like right now I can't talk to you but I would definitely message you back later because I want to talk to you properly I think that message will instantly make the other person feel like oh my god this person actually cares about me and wants to talk to me when we're experiencing painful emotions we just have to acknowledge it because they're there they're important they're a part of life and then bringing in encouragement and words of compassion will probably be the right way to go about it it's just important that we don't stamp out all of the negative things and try to make it into a positive because that's exactly what toxic positivity does. I read that authentic positivity validates how stressful and difficult situations or emotions can be and empowers people to believe that they then have a choice rather than feeling like they have to be positive all of the time and can't show their negative emotions or else people will be disappointed or feeling like something is wrong with them, they begin to recognise areas they have control over and to let go of blaming themselves. It encourages people to accept where they're at emotionally and it opens up space for them to talk about how they'd rather feel instead. There are no wrong emotions. Everyone experiences a full range of emotions from positive to negative. Um, I think it is normal to feel hopeless from time to time and to be open about it with others without feeling ashamed or being overwhelmed by stressful situations just feel what you have to feel talk to the people you need to talk to and um, let it go and 
people are probably wondering what would be the best way to handle these things because it's not easy to know. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how we can avoid toxic positivity in our day-to-day lives when we're speaking to others. So I'm going to give an example of what not to say and Anne will say what can be said instead. So instead of saying you'll get over it, you can say it's hard, but I believe in you. Instead of saying don't be so negative, you can say it's okay to feel bad sometimes. And instead of saying always look on the bright side, you can say it can be difficult to see the good in this situation, but we'll make sense of it when we can. Instead of saying failure is not an option, you can say failure is a part of growth. And instead of saying think happy thoughts, you can say things can get really tough, but I'm here for you. Instead of saying it could be worse, you can say sometimes we experience bad things. How can I support you? So there's a whole host of things that we can be saying differently. If you guys are interested, DM us and we can send you over a list. We've talked a lot about toxic positivity and we're sure it's got a lot of you thinking just as much as it did for us when we first learned about it. Challenging negative beliefs with more realistic ones and holding on to hope, even when the future seems dark, are effective ways of coping. Repeating affirmations to yourself and seeking out positive experiences are effective ways of coping as well. Yeah. However, positivity isn't always the best way to help others. For some, it can be invalidating. For others, it sounds impossible. And I think one of the biggest problems with toxic positivity is that it prevents people from taking a deeper look at why they're experiencing these problems in their life and what what possible solutions might be. I think a lot of people are used to running away from their problems or just ignoring it and getting on with it. So those problems will then keep recurring in in their lives if it's not taken care of. Being a healthy human involves being conscious of ourselves and how we show up in the world. If you recognise yourself as a transmitter of toxic positivity, it's time to cut it out. You're hurting yourself and the people you care about the most by insisting on this monochromatic mindset. Instead of practising toxic positivity, aim for balance and the acceptance of both good and bad emotions rather than having an all or nothing mindset. And if you're someone who's being influenced by toxic positivity... We encourage you to set healthy boundaries with anyone who denies you of your authentic experience and allow yourself to speak your truth. We hope you found this topic interesting and learned something new. You might feel a little bit heavy if you relate to either being a transmitter of toxic positivity or if you've been influenced by it. You're not alone. We don't know about it or understand it to the extent that we do now. It's all about learning and growing every day. We've become a lot more conscious of what we post online now and what we say to ourselves and others. To end, we're going to play a game to lighten the mood and you guys can get to know us a little bit better. So, Anne, I'm sorry, but I had to choose this question for you. Are you ready? Um, <laughs> no, just you just saying that has now... <laughs> Okay, it's just okay, okay. Um, just do it. Okay, all right, really thrown me off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, go on. You've got this. Okay, throw at me. <laughs> Would you rather be married to a 10 with a bad personality or a six with an amazing personality? <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a six with an amazing personality. 
Okay, and um, are you going to share with us why that is? You want me to share? Um, okay, firstly, looks can fade. So that 10 could, you know, eventually become a six. And if the personality is still dead, then, yeah, I've just lost twice. <laughs> is that really much to say? No. <laughs> Basically, I'd rather, I'd rather be with someone <laughs> with a really good personality um, than someone with a bad personality. First of all, looks fade. And secondly, I think with girls, if, if a guy has a really good personality, that I think automatically makes them a 10 or a 9, you know? 100%. So um, I think I've always kind of been a personality girl anyway. <laughs> I think when you grow older, yeah. you don't really want to die with someone who's beautiful and feels like speaking to a wall. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to live all my life with someone <laughs> who I can't communicate with. And I feel like I'm speaking to a brick. Yeah. Yeah, I need someone who's interesting mm. and who's spontaneous because I'm quite spontaneous. So, anyone listening out there, if you're a six with an amazing personality, <laughs> go ahead and DM Anne. You don't, can I just put it out there? You don't have to be a six. You could be a 10 with an amazing personality too. <laughs> That would be nice. <laughs> Added bonus. Am I, am I like punching here, asking for too much? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Let's grab this bit out, okay? No, it's going in. It's staying in. Okay. <laughs> Abby, moving on. <laughs> well, my, my, my question isn't as in, I feel like my question isn't as interesting. Okay, next time I'm going to make mine really interesting. Mm, okay. Um, so would you rather go back to the past and meet your loved ones who passed away or go to the future and meet your children or grandchildren to be? Can I just say, I feel like all of my questions that you give me are like the serious ones and mine are more like yeah. the jokey ones. Does this reflect our personalities? Because <laughs> <laughs> so I go for like the banter and you go for like the serious emotional ones um and it and also it kind of ties in with where we are at in life at the moment I think it's more to do with tie, tying in where we are in life at the moment yeah because I'm thinking I'm single I'm gonna ask her this question yeah and I can't exactly ask you that question because you're married <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you can you imagine your husband will come at me like why are you asking Abby all these questions like <laughs> No, yeah, I think it's more to do with the way we are in life. Yeah, we don't want anyone sliding into my DMs. Just stick to Anne, guys. <laughs> no, guys. Um, I don't. Okay, know. Sorry, I think we've gone off tangent here. What was your mm. question? Question again? Could you just repeat? Yeah, I was like, would you rather go back to the past and meet your loved ones who passed away, or go to the future to meet your children or grandchildren to be? Okay. Um... I think if it's somebody who's passed away that I did meet, I would like to go back and meet them again. If I can be this version of myself, does that make sense? Yeah, so go back to them. Yeah, yeah. like, for example, my, when I was little, my granddad passed away and I have, like, really vague memories with him. So if I can go back 
as my age now and go and meet him that would be really cool to meet to make um, lots of new memories and memories that I'm actually going to remember vividly yeah and then I can come back and go ahead and meet my children and my grandchildren yeah because your future is going to happen anyway so you're going to see them anyway yeah depends on the rules of this question I think yeah it does like also does it mean um would you go back and visit your loved ones that you never got to meet that passed away like maybe before you were born or something you know oh that's um, interesting because I would love that I, I, I didn't get to meet my grandfathers and I'd, I'd, I'd love to get to know who they are it does depend but I think it's I think I would I'm, I'm just going to put it out there I think it's either so just meeting any any of your loved ones in the past from your past um, sorry, not from your past. Meeting any of your loved ones who've passed away um, at the age you are now. Yeah. I think it'd be pointless going back when you're a five-year-old if you met your granddad when you were five because you're still going to be... I'll still forget when I come back to reality. Yeah. Yeah, I want to meet them as the age I am now, make some new memories, memories that I'm actually going to remember. Yeah. Yeah, and then continue with life yeah gosh these are all serious questions man i'm sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna spice it up next time yeah like aliens i love that question we actually had people talking to us about aliens afterwards i loved it oh yeah yeah it was it was um nostalgic yeah it was super cool it was nice so guys to round this episode up we'd just like to remind you again Being strong doesn't mean you don't have to show your emotions. The strongest people are those who show their full range of emotions. Thank you for listening to episode two of Find Your Spark. Please share with us if you guys have experienced toxic positivity for yourselves. We'd love to chat and hear your thoughts. You can DM us on Instagram at findyoursparkpodcast or email us on findyoursparkpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, guys. Sending lots and lots of love. Bye. Bye.